Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking to? Um, the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, we have an intro. <laughs> Wait. Oh my god. Okay. Our brains are broken. Our brains are- <laughs> Hello. Hello. So what, no fucking ZD now? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Hi, welcome to You Know That episode. I'm Victoria. And I'm Trev. We're two friends who watch too much TV. We break down iconic episodes of good shows. And bad. And explain why we feel the way we do. Today we're talking about Season 4, Episode 22 of Gilmore Girls, titled Raincoats and Recipes, which aired on May 18th, 2004. And you can tell how freaking excited I am to talk about this episode. It is... I'm... No, it's it's the uh, best episode of Gilmore Girls. It is. I'm the literally best dancing in my seat right now. It, it's so fucking it good. Is, I'm so glad you picked this episode. Like, how could somebody not think this... This is... is no. Legendaric. <laughs> like, this is truly... <laughs> So pivotal to Gilmore Girls. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. No notes. I mean. No notes. No negative notes. I literally have three pages of notes, but. I do too. <laughs> I have more notes for this than I did for the pilot. Um, I have just a little bit more. I just can't wait to talk about it. So we need to jump into hot topics quickly. Yes. And move oh on. Oh my fucking God. Hot fucking topics. Um, if you've been, truly, if you've been living under a rock. <laughs> wow, bold of you to say that because this is a brand new show. Meanwhile, there are fucking 20-year-old shows that you have never seen that are part of the cultural canon of being a gay person. You've never seen Desperate Housewives and you're trying to come for people who haven't watched a brand new HBO show? Stop. Yes. No, stop. Stop. No, if you've been living under a rock, no. you may not have heard of this little show called The Last of Us. That has truly taken over our lives. It has transformed the way I look at TV. So I never played the video game. I haven't either, and I want to so fucking badly now. I think I might, but I've watched someone play it. Like, I did a watch-through thing. Because it's, it's such a cinematic game that, like, you can get all the same things out of it by just watching it. So I know the story. I know what happens. I'm not going to spoil anything that hasn't happened yet in the show. But, like... After we recorded last week, I watched all three, or not last Sunday, but, like, last Monday, I watched all three episodes, Mm -hmm. and, like, I literally cried for 45 minutes straight. I was literally weeping on episode three. Before we even get into anything, heads up, we are going to spoil the first three episodes of Last of Us. Yeah, so, just, um, we will, we're gonna put a timestamp. Yes. Once we finish editing the episode and we upload it, we're going to put a timestamp of when to... In the description, it. In the yeah. Description. Because, like, we can't talk about it without spoiling it, and it's not going to benefit you to go into this knowing what happens, because it is just, like... We just need to talk about it, and if you don't want to yeah. be spoiled, just scroll past it. Anyway, okay, I need to tell you something. I am literally on the verge of buying a PlayStation 5 just to play this fucking video game. That's how good this show oh, is. Fuck. That That's... It's... Okay, I'm so glad you feel this way because I was feeling a little hyperbolic. After I watched it, I was like sitting there which with myself after finishing episode three specifically. And I was like, is this the best episode of TV I've ever seen? And I'm like running through my brain of like all of my favorite TV episodes, like sh- ones we've talked about before, like Whitecaps or Two Cathedrals from West Wing, like all these sh- episodes of TV or like, you know. Sanctuary. And I'm th- like they're just. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like cinematic- And I'm like. Very cinematic episodes that make you feel like you just watched a movie. 
And, like, stepping back from, like, a week since I watched it, I do think it is the best episode of TV I've ever seen. If it's not mine, it has to be one of the top five. It's easily, yeah. This show is so... It had a huge impact. Incredible. When we were watching it, I literally felt so moved. Like, not just moved, but, like, even the first two episodes, I was like, this show is fucking crazy like this show is insanity it just makes you feel so immersed i'm sorry i keep cutting you it's off because so like, immersive. i keep thinking of things no please oh my God. it's so immersive it's like pedro pascal is giving the performance of a fucking lifetime bella ramsey is so fucking good too anna torv so oh, always goodbye. iconic goodbye oh i just like like starting from the first episode that first 20 minutes broke my fucking heart when she goes into the old lady's house the way i i i was trembling i felt like i was gonna jump out of my skin i was so uncomfortable it's so tense the show makes you feel so so much and when you see the old lady suffocating in her wheelchair oh 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 Uh, oh. it's so scary like the thing is the game is it's that first episode like that first 20 minutes is like beat for beat recreated from the game I need to play it. If I don't buy do, myself think, a PlayStation 5, I need to make a friend that owns a play. Hey, if you're my PlayStation 5 friend, could you reach out to me via <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, or text message? I I was so glad that you were so excited to watch it after I texted you about it. Because I was like, I don't know if this is going to be like something Victoria's into. You know, it could. it's like, it's. It, it's my, I understand it not being everybody's cup of tea because it's like intense. Literally, I and it's scary and like all this shit. But oh, I'm so glad you liked it as much as I did. And I just, I love the third episode. I think the second is my favorite so far. I think my favorite is oh god, I can't. How am I supposed to pick number two over number three? Are you crazy? I think no. I I think because like I love a bottle episode. I love that it's just about bill and frank pretty much and i love the framing of the episode like how they how it all worked i think the reason i i like tess is anna torv is fucking so good in that second episode she okay when she lights the lighter and it's not lighting wait can we the scariest scene the scariest shot in the whole fucking episode is when the clicker kisses her can we talk about like when the spores start coming out of his mouth and he's like oh and she lets it and she like lets it happen i had to like turn away so if you haven't listened i highly recommend um troy baker i think is i think it's troy baker he was the voice of joel in the video game and he's doing a podcast for hbo where he talks with neil Druckmann and craig who's i forget his name they're like the showrunner writers people about every episode oh my god so listening to them, I listened to all three episodes that they have out so far, and listening to them talk about that, and they're talking about, like, because this is not in the game, that that image, and they're like, okay, why did you choose to do this? And they're talking about it, and they're like, well, she's giving in. The, like, the infection has already taken her. Can I tell you and one you thing? Can, yeah. Before you finish this Please. thought, because I want to know if what you're about to say is something that I literally thought while I was watching it. Like, my perspective okay. on what she was doing in that scene, and please tell me if, if I'm going off. But when I was watching that, I was also remembering how they were like, well, the collective hive mind is like, they know 
when the other when other people are infected like they know that you're one of them yeah. so, like they know that you're exactly part of this. no literally so, so they, the fact the that she already is, had the infection she was not just, they know she's exactly not a threat. she and also i don't think she was acting fully of her own accord i think that the infection no that's was why she slows down in, and she started to sl- slow down because the the hive mind was getting to her and they were like just let exactly. it happen and she kind of and they got... say that in the podcast which like please go listen to okay good okay okay i'm so glad i interpreted that like everyone who's listening to this listen to if you've watched the show listen to it and they're talking like you she's going slower because her she's losing her brain a little bit because it's taking over but she's like it's like that one last like just one more time and then she does it and that's oh, when it goes God. up but like that's why they're not ripping her apart is because they like they know she's not really a like a full right. threat like that and she's not running around she's not scared she's giving in which is why the the right. clicker comes up to her and kisses her it's so like that scared me so bad that imagery oh it, it fucking it was so good i had to like turn away nothing has really made me that uncomfortable in tv in such a long time i loved it and then i mean obvi- i mean episode 3 episode 3 was just we need that Nick Offerman, Nick Offerman needs an is Emmy amazing for this. I and they talk about in the podcast like I'm not just here to recount their podcast but like it's I can't help it. Like the casting decision to get these two guys who are like mostly known for comedy. And they're like, "Well, if you could deliver comedy, you could deliver drama." Right. Because it's like you have the humanity there. Like comedy is so much more difficult a lot of the time, so if you could do that, you could do this. And it's just like so I was texting my boyfriend and I was like, "You have to watch the show." Like, I'm sobbing watching this show. And I was like, Tony, you have to watch it. And then when you told me about it, Bernie had also had it on her list. And she had kept saying that she really wanted to watch it. And we were kind of putting it off because we're just kind of in between shows right now. And we have a lot of stuff that we, like, halfway started but never finished. So the concept of starting a new show when we already have so many that we never finished. But everybody has been talking about it. So we were like, okay, no, we need to watch it right now. It's We sat down and watched it. And it was so astoundingly good. No, I'm I'm blown away. I can't wait for the next episode. Same. Tony was like, "Is this worse? Is this like are you sadder from this or like Brokeback Mountain?" Cuz like that's my number one. That's like the saddest thing I can watch. I can't do it. This and is way I was like, "This is that. maybe sadder." Way sadder because and this is what I've been thinking about. It's like because it's sadder they get because the happy of ending. the happy ending in a way. But it's not a it's not exactly. it's not a kill your it's gaze not kind tragic. of tragedy. It's like a oh my god a happy no it's sad they, ending. Yeah, they lived their lives. They got to live their lives fulfilled, and they found love throughout through this horrible experience, and were able to have a full life. Oh my god, life, no, I, I can't, no matter I can't, what, I can't. Ugh, stop. Ugh, it's so beautiful. I can't wait for the next episode. I'm like, and the thing is, Bill and Frank's storyline is so different in the game. Stop. I'm feeling a little emotional. We need to move on before I start crying. Yeah, it's it's so good. Please watch if we're like, done. Okay, just go watch we're it. We're done. Just we're done. Spoilers. Just okay. if you haven't watched if, it, please go watch it. If you haven't watched it and you just listen to us and you still don't watch it, what are you doing with your life? I just don't understand. <laughs> like I can't imagine not enjoying this show. Like it is just like we're two of the biggest TV people in the fucking world, and we're telling you to watch it. Just listen to us. Uh, Trust it's us. So we good. have never yeah. led you wrong. Okay, we have never steered you wrong. It's just, okay. like, top to bottom so good. Perfect. Everyone in this is at the top of their fucking game. It's crazy. I think the order of episodes, though, it goes three, two, one. In my, in my I think, opinion. I think so, too. I just, like, I love that mo- that end moment with Tess. Is the plane crash in episode one? Yeah. Oh. That was that, scary. That was, that literally had me shaking. I, I was so fucking scared. I was, I was literally, um, we were on the couch, and I, 
the lights were off. I was wearing a hoodie. I, Same. Was like, I was alone in the living room dark, watching this. Dark ass living room. Like it felt like we were watching a like a horror, horror movie. movie. It was so yeah. suspenseful, so will, uncomfortable. It, it's so similar to the game, oh, and God. like there are so many. Obviously, they talk about in the interviews and stuff like that ha- what they've had to change and things like that to make it more cinematic, which makes sense. Like that's just natural with ad- adaptations, and that 20 minutes is like so specific still and so much the game there are even parts like where tommy is cut off from them by like the burning car and everything like that Mm. it just feels like oh in in a video game this is how you get separated from your people and this is the mission to go to get back to them right and there was also that scene where they're climbing through the tunnel that made me feel that that was a very video game scene it's really video gamey the first two episodes specifically yeah with like, oh, we're going across the the small piece of wood between buildings. Like, oh, we're, we have to we're we have to crawl out up from this. these little. And I literally said to Bernie, I was like, I can picture this being a video game, and also this part specifically, the part where they're trying to get out of the um, QZ, and they're like yeah. going through the tunnel, and the car drives by, and it's they a like stealth have to mission. hide. It's a stealth mission, and it literally reminded me of Breath of the Wild when they're like, yeah, when you have to avoid the um. You know what I'm talking about. It's also about. very Tomb Raider remake. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which makes much. sense because that was, like, directly inspired, basically. Like, that, that came out after or around the same time as Last of Us. But Okay, moving on, moving on. I know. We have to move on. Okay, we'll 15 move on. minutes on The Last of Us. Please watch it. Please watch it. Next, we need to talk about the, 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 the Abbott Elementary. <laughs> <laughs> which, by next week, week I, will ha- I will catch up. Yes. By yes, the next yes, time, yes, yes. by the next episode of this, we I will have caught up on season two. Oh my god, I can't wait! Please let me know. As, I will. D- what episode did you leave off on? I watched. I haven't seen any of season two. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, as soon so as I've you, only seen season one. As soon as you finish the Christmas episode, please text me. I will. I promise. Okay, so we need to talk about the synopsis for season two, episode fourteen. It is the Valentine's Day episode, and listen to this synopsis. <laughs> The Abbott teachers discuss their relationships and plans for the holiday. Janine finds out one of her students has a crush on her, and when turning to a colleague for advice, she inadvertently learns a secret about another teacher. Oh. (laughs) And I don't want to spoil you because I know you haven't watched any of the other season two episodes yet. Yeah. But this synopsis is so crazy. (laughs) And, And there was a... Okay, so Cheryl went on, um, I think, the talk, and they played a clip of the episode, and Melissa is wearing a bright pink, hot pink shirt, and Barbara is wearing a black turtleneck with hot pink hearts on it, and everyone freaked out, including me, (laughs) because it's like, are they doing this shit on purpose, or do they just not realize it, that they're literally, like, inadvertently, like, every single time I see these two characters on screen together... They, like, look like they're meant to be standing next to each other. They just look like they're meant to be sitting next to each other, standing next to each other, interacting with each other. It, like, it blows my mind. I, at this point, I don't know. Any, anybody, <laughs> anybody who tries to come for me, don't come for me. But they just I, I believe and I support you. They just look perfect together. Okay. That's my, that's my hot take. That's the avid hot take. Uh, I'm so excited to, I love Valentine's Day. It's one of my favorite holidays. I can't wait to watch that episode. Oh my god. I love a Valentine's Day episode. Me too. Me too. I love pink. I love red. There aren't enough Valentine's Day episodes out there. Honestly, what what is the last of us Valentine's Day episode gonna be? Um A bouquet of clicker heads. <laughs> wait, Valentine's Day episodes, let's see who they all belong to. 
This is just a little Valentine's Day treat for y'all. Frasier has one. The OC has one. I'm sure. How many does Friends have? Buffy has one. Buffy does have one. Community. Um, Arrested Development. 30 Rock. Ooh. Modern Family. Oh my God. The Modern Family one is so fucking funny when Phil and Claire go to that bar and they have- I've never seen it. (gasps) I only watched Modern Family like bits and pieces. I never watched it all the way through. I I used to be like that. And then last year, Bernie and I finally binge watched the entire thing. And it was laugh out loud, belly aching, hilarious. It's a good show. Like- Funny, funny. It's One funny. Of the, I think it's in my top three funniest shows in the world. I funny. believe it. Like, actually also, funny, not comforting uh, funny. The Rugrats Be My Valentine episode is good. Ooh, I will say to Rugrats. Cartoons have way more holiday, holiday episodes. special episodes, which makes sense. But, like... Boy Meets World, Parks and Rec... Ooh, oh, charmed. The, wait, Parks and Rec Valentine's Day, because they brought yeah! Valentine's Day into the cultural canon. Oh, my God. Gilmore Girls, A Vineyard Valentine. Wait, is that the one? Wait. Oh, I know that one. That's the one where Luke forgets to buy Lorelai a gift, and then Logan gives him the diamond tennis bracelet that matches with the necklace he got Rory. Yes. Oh, God. I also, Grey's. Friends. Oh, there's so many good ones. Supernatural. Wow. I love holiday episodes. We were talking about this a little bit before. Oh, my God. Oh, Honestly, cheers. Fucking Bob's Burgers has so many good Valentine's Day episodes. I... Bob's Burgers is so fucking good. Can I say one thing? I haven't seen it. Okay. But... I think you would really like it. No, I don't think I would. I don't like adult cartoons. It's... I will say, it doesn't feel like an adult cartoon like that. I know, but I just don't like the concept of it. (laughs) But I love Cheers. And Cheers is underrated. Cheers is good. Nobody talks about it. Bitch, Cheers is not underrated. It fucking is. Nobody talks about it. It literally isn't. It is. It is. It's one of the most, like, beloved, celebrated TV shows of all time. By who, though? It's not talked about. It is not talked about. It's not talked about by people under maybe 26. Okay, well, that's fucked up. They need to understand that this show created the concept of a sitcom. Let's start with that. The show went on to receive a total of 179 primetime Emmy nominations. And that's not enough. a total of 28 over the course of 11 seasons. And that's not enough. You can't say it's underrated. It is underrated. You can't say that. It's literally not underrated. It is rated. It is like high rated. Fine. It's underrated by the people that I want to give it recognition. It had 11 seasons. Listen, I want people to stop talking about girls and stop talking about like... I was just talking about girls with uh Aishen yesterday okay stop talking about <laughs> girls stop talking about these other stupid ass sitcoms and talk about cheers cheers had like three spinoffs cheers needs to be part of the conversation speaking of cheers you know what show rips don't say fraser fraser rips i'm gonna block you fraser is so that is the good most boring show in the world fraser is so good sucks ass Frasier is good. No. I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't give a fuck what you say, bitch. <laughs> I can't believe you got on this podcast and you were like, cheers, under fucking rated. <laughs> it you is. are, you talk so much shit. <laughs> You're out of your fucking mind. No. Frasier is overrated. Cheers is underrated. It's not underrated. It That's is. not what underrated means. Underrated means... Not enough recognition. <laughs> it has enough recognition. It's like one of the best shows ever made. Are you crazy? I want everybody under the age of 30 to give it recognition, though. You are fucking bugging. You cannot get on here and say Frasier is, or, uh, Cheers is underrated. You can't. I will not allow it. The day I you have are- children, the day I have children, 
the one of the first shows that they watch is going to be Cheers. That's I think that's great. Cheers is a good show. It's great, even. Mm. But it's not underrated. Put a pin in this conversation. <laughs> We're putting a pin in this conversation because we need to move into the episode. What is, um, you know who's good in Cheers? Christy Alley. Well, yes, Rest absolutely. Um, Woody Harrelson. Truth. He's so good. I can't believe Christy Alley's dead. What? Uh, also, B.B. Newworth is great in this show. You just completely. I can't talk about it. It's sad, and she was a fucking Scientologist. They're going to send someone after us. But we're not saying anything hateful. No, she was a really good actress. She won a lot of Emmys. Haiki, I used to be very obsessed with her. I don't even know why. I think that makes sense. I, 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 just, have a, I just have this thing for funny older women. I, you do? <laughs> I don't know why. I used. To I never would have guessed. I really, really, really used to be majorly obsessed with her. Like, obsessed to the Shh. point I actually watched Dancing with the Stars on the season that she was on it. That is crazy. That's how obsessed I was. That is kind of crazy, actually. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the episode. Yeah, Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Okay. So random. You picked this episode. I picked this episode. This is my favorite episode of Gilmore Girls, bar none. The reason yeah. I love it is the buildup of Luke and Lorelai's relationship finally comes to a head in this episode. The payoff is so good. The payoff is perfect. It's just everything you could have wanted in a kiss and more. It's so sweet. The emotional aspect of it is like him showing up to the inn, him like supporting her endeavors, whether they're together, whether they're not together. Like they weren't even together and he invested in the inn. He just loves her so fucking much. This kiss started it all. And he looks, he looks so good. He looks so good. But this kiss started the relationship into motion, but it did not start their love into motion. Like I think his love for her started way back when and hers for him. It started before episode one. Yeah. So they've been in love with each other for so long and they had no idea. Oh, I hate them. Okay. Random thing I noticed episode one of this season, season four, is called Ballroom and Biscotti, and episode 22 is called Raincoats and Recipes. Like, how cute is that? They're so, they're, like, nobody is touching Amy Sherman Palladino. No one is. No Nobody one's doing is it like her. her. No one's doing it like her. Also, I need to just immediately say the minute I saw the the little icon, episode icon on Netflix for this episode is Lorelai's hair is so perfect. This is her best hair season. Like the texture, the pattern of her curls. It's just looking so Yeah, everything is laid. It's she perfect. looks so good this whole episode. She really I does. think Rory also looks very cute in this episode. You like the bob. I do like this hair on her a lot. I think this suits her really well. I think TBH, like, I just don't really have, like, a specific opinion on Rory's looks. I like when she has the fringe bangs. What season is that? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, but I know know exactly what you're talking about. I think it looks cute. She would, like, she has, like, a similar hair texture as Cameron Diaz had in, like, the early 2000s. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Where she could get away with that kind of, like, wispy, like, like, uh like spikiness to her hair almost mm-hmm. i don't know I, I like her hair in this i think she looks cute in this episode but she pisses me off the entire time me too the first note i have on this episode is wow rory is so annoying i think listen when she makes that mac and cheese that is the most disgusting way she could have ever made that <laughs> like rancid that shit tasted awful i know it sliced american cheese no milk no butter Ugh. nothing she's just literally throwing plain slices of american cheese she into the was bowl. manic Okay, she was very manic. She's like, oh, my whites are done. Lorelai literally just locks her in the bedroom. I love that scene. I love Lorelai that. is so funny in that scene. I love that. Um, This episode is fucking iconic. Every it single is. scene. 
I mean, well, first thing we need to talk about is the number of times that I have watched this episode, like this single solitary episode. Like there will be times where I'm just like, oh, today sucked. I'm watching this. This is a good one to just put on. This is just when you want to watch Gilmore. Like I'm the same way with The L Word and with Grey's Anatomy. Like I have specific episodes that are like comfort episodes, but also episodes where it's just like, I want to do a quick binge. This is not going to be all 20 seasons. This is going to be just a quick binge. What episodes am I watching? This is making the cut every time. I'm like that with Friends. Yep. I'm like that Me with too. Grays. Yep. Friends, definitely. Um, I'm trying to think of... I'm like that with Buffy. I'll just put Buffy on. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some others. But there are... Yeah, there are shows... There are some shows... Like, there's, a, there's definitely Parks and Rec episodes that I'll just put on. Right. Or actually, it's I've only watched Park, easy. Parks and Rec once, but you get the you get the picture. Like, yeah. You, there's just this certain just, episodes you want to watch over and over, and this it is It just works. I just... I love the bit of Lorelai hitting her head on the doors to the point, as soon as they showed the inside of the dragonfly, I wanted it to happen. I was just like, I love it. That little bit is so funny. Um, so she's talking to Michelle and they're like getting ready for the inn opening. So we're in firefly season. This is like, Kirk is my enemy. I like Kirk. What? We talked about this last episode. I, I, I find him so funny. Michelle I, literally wants a single room for both of his little dogs. Are you shitting me? I find me? that so funny. He is so annoying. Number one Michelle defender is me. He's very <laughs> annoying. So we move into <laughs> the um, like living area, like the living room of the inn. And Kirk is like putting a bunch of wood in the fireplace. And can I just say that unless you've ever actually bought wood, you're not going to have this kind of attitude. But I've bought wood for our wood burning stove at our house. Yeah. And Keep it's, it dry. it's so expensive. You don't want it to get rained on because you literally ruin it. And it takes forever to dry unless you have like yeah. a dry season in your place that you live. And in New England, there is no dry season because it could rain yeah, or snow at any time. Literally so. at any time. I, <laughs> Lorelai's, we'll get a tarp. We'll get a tarp. She doesn't even care. She doesn't act. She's like, get away from me. And then Lulu is very cute. Lulu is adorable. He's, I like, I like them together. He's so lucky to have her. <laughs> Truly. It's such a... This episode has, like, I mean, like, I mean, every episode has a lot of Lorelai zingers. Right. This episode has a lot of Lorelai zingers. It does. She's on it's, one she's in this episode. She's quippy in this episode. She's on one. Suki's so cute. Suki is adorable. Number one Luke and Lorelai shipper. Truly, um, since day one. Since day one, Bestie has been looking out for her girl and her man. She knows. Lorelai's like... Okay, so do we have all the rooms set up? And Michelle's like going through the list of invitees and he mentions Luke and she's immediately like, oh my God, is he coming? He's actually coming? Like he's coming to the end. So oh frazzled. God. Oh, so he's in room number seven. Lucky number seven. <laughs> she is, I. she's so rambly and frazzled oh and so like silly. I it's love so it. cute. It's adorable. This it's episode is just so cute. It's very endearing. Um, I love this throwaway line. Suki is obsessed with her kitchen work because she's like, look how he chopped these <laughs> onions. I want to like put them on a string and turn it around my neck. Uh, girl, okay. She's so fucking weird. She looks so good in the green. Oh my God. That color is perfect on her. Redheads in green, man. Redheads yeah, you in can't, green. You can't stop that. No, oh, and can't. then <laughs> Lorelai's reminds her that it's her wedding anniversary. I love how chaotic Suki is. <laughs> she just completely forgot about it. I Adorable. I love her so much. And I'm so glad we could see Jackson for a little bit later in the episode. Me too. And I have a little note about how oh, cute. He's such a sweetie. He's really sweet. I think he's, he's so a Pisces. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Or a cancer. Uh, someone dating a Pisces. He's definitely on that spectrum. Yeah, he's definitely a water sign or water yeah. sign coded in some area I 100% agree. He's just cutie, and they're perfect together. They are. My favorite, I think they're my favorite couple consistently because there's not a lot of drama. I love the drama of Luke I, and Lorelai. <laughs> I do too, but it's like, <laughs> it's nice to, it's nice to have the, the straight man relationship of just. Jackson and Suki, who are like they just love in each it. other. And they, they just, just love each other. Yeah. It's no bullshit. You can depend then, on that. You can exactly. Depend on that. So then I can go into the crazy of the other guys. Yeah, you're like okay. Well, at least Luke. <laughs> at least with Luke and Lorelai, I know. I know where everyone's standing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then Rory wakes up with a post that says lunch at Luke's, but she doesn't go right to Luke. She goes to Lane's house. And can we just pause and say they are playing the Nintendo GameCube, which is oh, an elite console. It made me miss my GameCube immediately. I want. I think my it's GameCube. at my parents' house. I want my GameCube back. I want Wind Super Waker Mario to Double be released. Dash. Ooh, we took that in different directions. I miss Wind Waker with every fiber of my being. If they release that for the Nintendo Switch, you will not find me or hear from me for a year. I know they released it for the Wii U at one point. They did release it for the Wii U. I have hope that they're going to release it for the Switch, but I think they're keeping it very tight-lipped because... Um, because didn't they do a Skyward Sword remake recently? They did a they did a Skyward Sword remake, and they also released um, Super Mario Sunshine, which is the other GameCube game I really. Oh, wanted Sunshine to be is for. so good. Super, okay, Sunshine is the best Mario game. It's up there for me. It's my top. I think Odyssey is my favorite. Odyssey is really good. Odyssey okay. and Sunshine are like again in conversation with each other. Like they feel. I think so too. Yeah. They feel the same. They have a because he has a companion in both of them. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right, moving on. Yes, um, we can't talk about Nintendo right now. So Rory's talking to Lane, and she's like, I don't know, when I first met Jess, I was like, what could be better than this? Blah, blah, blah. And she's talking about all his great attributes. And then she's like, but with Dean, I was safe. And it's like, babe, you literally just admitted that Jess was better than Dean in every way, shape, and form. Dean is boring. She like almost says it, too. She literally almost says it. She says safe. And safe is like... Boring. Really close to boring, almost. I just like... And she doesn't even tell laying the specifics of the whole situation because she doesn't right. tell her that she invited Dean over and that he was there and there was like all this nonsense with them. She does say that Jess showed up, wanted her to come away with him, which is true. True. But she didn't tell her that Dean was also there at her invitation, ready to punch the guy's lights out. Fuck Dean. Fuck Dean. And it's also crazy that awesome. after this episode, he gets uh, the next like TV season, pilot season, Supernatural starts. Oh, God. And then he's on that for 15 years. Wait, I have a question, though. Yeah. Do you remember the scene where he's, like, standing outside the house listening to the conversation? That happens in season five. Yeah, he's still in it a bit because they get back together. Right. But, like, season five, I think, is airing the same time that Supernatural is. Okay, got it. And they're both on, like, WBCW-type deals. Okay, so maybe he he had, like, a specific contract that let him act on both shows or something. Yeah, because after season five, he's not in um, Gilmore Girls, like, at all until A Year in the Life. Okay. Well, anyway, so Lane is being a good friend, but at the same time, she's being left out of some of the details. And I have a feeling yes. that if Rory would have been honest with her, she wouldn't have been as supportive as she was. I totally agree. Neither here nor there. And then we cut to the troubadour in the town square and he's like singing a song while Rory makes her way to Luke's. And can I just say, do you remember the troubadour episode where there's yes. like two town troubadours and they're like fighting over territory? <laughs> I love that episode. I love that episode, but I don't even remember where it is or and what. And she's, it's like a girl troubadour. 
No, it's a guy, another guy troubadour, and then a bunch of troubadours start showing up. Oh my god, you're right. It's a, it's two guy, two guy troubadours. One of them has like long hair and glasses. The other one ha- looks like Lemony Snicket. <laughs> what season is this? Oh, this is the end of season six. Wow, what really? Ins- yeah. I feel like I remember it being an earlier one. Like no, I would have said season one or two. Season six, episode twenty-two. What the fuck? So it's like the end. Wow. Okay. Anywho. That's crazy. That's a good episode, though. That's a great episode. Okay, then we go to Luke's. Lorelai's just staring at Luke. And it's just so... I love her too much. She's like, okay, pay attention. So she tells Rory, she's like, pay attention to Luke. Like, does he seem different? And she's like, different how? She's like, does there a vibe? Just an attitude? Like, and she's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I love this type of conversation that they have. Me too. Me too. This dialogue is perfect. Like, when she pulls her outside and she's like, I think I'm dating Luke. And it's just a perfect conversation, a perfect moment of dialogue, because in this conversation, it's very specific to them. Like when she's like, what kind of dance was it? Was it like a group dance? She's like, what's a group dance? And I just was like, she's like the electric slide of the horror. I just was like, that is such a Lorelai line. I will say there's another scene later in the episode between Lorelai and Emily that feels very similar to this. I, I have that same note. I didn't write that it sounds exactly similar, but I was like, their chemistry is just perfect it's so good where they're just like talking in circles at each other mm-hmm. saying i i love that and i'm like oh my god they're all like they're all the same when she, when she's like um but i didn't i wasn't supposed to know and she's like of course i didn't want you to know and she's like but i had to pretend that i didn't know and you so that you wouldn't know that i knew <laughs> and i'm just like oh my god when she just keeps saying luke can waltz yes luke uh, can waltz and she's uh, like well, look like you just said luke can waltz and she's like what <laughs> she's like it's i sounded so like it's so cute <laughs> and then eventually like they decide they go to inside. go back inside and <laughs> well wait we need to talk, talk about one line that Roy says which is so true she's like when you're with luke you are with luke yeah, and I feel like that was some good the foreshadowing. In- very good foreshadowing, setting up the entire storyline of like the town being completely divided when they originally had their first breakup and choosing sides and just like Roy was so which right. like makes sense. Yeah, like it's of course that would happen. Of course it would. These are two pillars of the community. Whose side would you be on? Be honest. Oh, I don't really remember the circumstance of their first breakup perfectly. Um, if if I'm just picking. Like, who I like more. I think I'm picking Luke. Because I still want to eat at the diner. I feel like I remember their first breakup being Luke's fault and their second breakup being Lorelai's fault. Yeah, so they like they break even. But I, I, I wouldn't stay at the inn, but I would want to still eat at the diner all the time. I wouldn't stay at the inn, but I would want to be in Lorelai's good side, if that makes sense. Like, I would still want to be her friend. Yeah, no, that's fair. I would be fine not being friends with Luke. He's such a grouch. I think he and I would get along. As one grouch to yeah. another, I think we would get along. And I want to eat there. I don't want it to be awkward. Right. I think I would choose... I think strategically, I would choose Luke. Okay. Even if I felt like he was wrong. Um. Okay, so they go back inside, and they're like, okay, we're going to act normal. <laughs> and he's like, is everything okay? And she's like, yes, and then knocks over everything on the table. A full table. Lauren Graham is just such a great comedic actress with such great <sighs> timing. Like, this is just so funny. Her time... Um, yeah. It's her just great. Like, it's just really fun to watch her. Yes, it is. Um, the drama of Dean ignoring Rory when she waves at him through the window. I, like, that should be your first sign not to fuck him. Yeah, like, why would you have sex with a guy who hates your guts? Uh, oh my I'm God. not getting it. I hate it. how, I hate what happens. It makes me sad. Yeah, it makes me sad too. 
they have a conversation about Emily and Richard. And to be honest, I hate the Emily Richard separation and divorce arc. I do the, too. With the exception of one storyline, which we are going to be talking about. It's I think it's like my second or third favorite episode that I picked. Yeah. We're going to be talking about that. But I love Friday night dinner scenes because the round table energy <laughs> of like... It feels like who's on first. Yes. And Emily is taking no prisoners. Really. And I just... Like, Lorelai always has such good lines when they're at fri- Friday night dinners, too. Yeah, she's at her... She really is at her quippiest when she's... Around uh, Richard and Emily. Yeah. She's, so, it's her de- she's, she's on the defense. She is. And, and so Emily invites Rory to go to Europe for the summer. And Lorelai's like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> that invitation came out of left field. Like, were you going to tell me about it before you open the peanuts? And Richard's just in a really bad mood. And you can tell that Emily's do- saying all of this to exacerbate it. Like, she wants to make it worse. Oh, she yeah. wants to piss him off. And he's like, are we almost done with dinner? Because, like, I have shit to do. I have work to do. And she's like, well, the woman's going as fast as she can. Like, she's... You know, preparing the ice cream, like he makes me laugh when he with, he's with like, the carpal tunnel line. He's like, well, clearly she has carpal tunnel. <laughs> it made me giggle. <laughs> me too. Also, as a, I would like to be vulnerable. Okay. He looks hot in this scene. Okay, I'll allow it. I'll allow I, it. <laughs> Cause like he looks hot. Like I, I'm sorry, I can't help it. I'm like, I'm, it's doing something for me. We have broken brains, my friend. No, truly, because you tell me you didn't look, you don't look at Emily, and you're like, would. <laughs> don't don't you ever lie to me bitch i know you would we need to talk about kelly bishop <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about kelly bishop in the episode where she goes into the basement and she's like looking for something she's had oh wait it's in this it's in this season it's in season four so. they go into the basement and she's like i'm going to paris and i'm gonna have two glasses of wine at lunch and um nobody can stop me and he's like only prostitutes have two glasses of wine at lunch and she's like well Get me a bow and send me to Reno. I fucking love that line. I love her. And I love when I love when Emily is being obstinate. I find it so Yes. There's just something so mm, about it. Like I don't uh, know why. She's it's be, it's because that's when she feels the most like Lorelai. And yeah. That's and, where you see her. That's when that's you her see where Lorelai. That's yeah. Where, that's where you're like, "Oh, this is where Lorelai gets it." You know what I think about Kelly Bishop? Kelly Bishop has a very Betty Davis-esque look to her. Oh my, that is so fucking true. She has like a roughness around the edge. She's not a glamorous woman, I would say. Like, I wouldn't call her like a glamazon. But she's so, no, she's proper. But but she's very, um, oh my God, what is the word? It's like Gina Davis, Betty Davis. It's old Hollywood. There's a, it's a, it's a... Like a prim, like a prim and proper aspect to Wait, her. Wait, why do all women with the last name Davis remind me of them of each other? <laughs> wait, wait, Gina Davis and Betty Davis remind me so much of each other because they have like a roughness to them. You want to talk about fucking sexy, Gina fucking Davis. Gina Davis. Oh my god. Oh my god. We can't that, get into this because I'm gonna get derailed. That is a tall. Gina lady. Davis, Susan Sarandon. Ah. Kelly Bishop and Betty Davis. Gina Davis are all existing in a similar circle. In fucking League of Their it? Own. In Le- oh my god. Gina Davis in League of Their Own is she's never been hotter. She's never been hotter. She's so and the did you oh. <laughs> I'm gay and I'm horny for her. 
I'm gay and I... Her and Jeff Goldblum were such a hot couple. What was up with that? I don't know, but I want to be in the middle. I want to be in the middle of Susan Sarandon and Gina Davis. Yeah. That's it. Me too, honestly. That's it. Okay, okay, we have to move on. Okay. We have to move on. We can't keep doing this. (sighs) Let me take a breath. Yeah, true. Recover recover from... Wait, okay, last thing about Kelly Bishop. Um, (laughs) A chorus line. Oh my god, genius. Goodbye. How she has a Tony she looks for that. Fucking gorgeous. Oh my god, I'm looking at a picture of her in the chorus line. Oh my god. <gasps> <sighs> oh, oh my, my god. god. You are I have chills. Unwell. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> let's keep going. Um Luke is annoying with his gay panic when he's talking to Kirk. I feel like Kirk is at the very least would op- would be open to being bisexual. Like I think I think Luke, I I think Kirk is bicurious. And I think He could be whatever the fuck he wants. He's I not just don't want to see him. I think Kirk is not uncomfortable and I think Luke I think he's autistic. Luke is very uncomfortable with anything Kirk does to be close to him. And it's I gay panic. Think, it's gay panic. I don't think it's gay panic. I think he I think he's like, "Oh, this person is unhinged." No. I don't think it's gay panic. It is gay panic. It's giving a little bit of homophobia. I don't bit. I don't it agree is. at all. I think he is literally like, you are an unwell person. Because Luke and Kirk's dynamic kills me because Kirk sees him as like a best friend dad kind of situation and Luke just like hates him. Because he's annoying. I genuinely think it's because Kirk is just like. That's how I feel about Michelle. That And that's I fair. Don't, I don't understand why people like him. In the show, I mean. Like, people lo- love and un- are endeared by Kirk, but Luke hates him. And then, apparently, some people are endeared by Michelle's grouchy attitude, but still Lorelai I don't know if and- you know this, but you and I are grouchy. What? You're saying I'm grouchy? I think you could be described as grouchy. To Michelle's extent? No, no one is. We're not French. All right. I, th- I don't see the... I don't read Luke's and Kirk's relationship as homophobic. Now, him and Taylor, I could see that argument for a lot more. But again, I think he's just like, Luke, Luke is incredibly Luke has, simple. No, Luke has elements of manly man. And it, it gives, it does give homophobia sometimes. I don't, I don't it always, does. I don't agree. It kind of does. I don't see it for me personally. Please, I the whole backward baseball cap, flannel shirt, like doesn't understand like frilly girly things. Like when he has... April. I think him being just some guy doesn't equal homophobia. I think his his issues with Kirk is the fact that Kirk is fucking annoying and weird when, and not gay. Okay, but pause when he says, don't use the word bottom with me again, Kirk. Mm. He doesn't want to be overly familiar with him like that. I don't feel it. I don't, I don't like see that. that at all. I think if anything, that's an Amy Sherman Palladino joke. I don't think it's a homophobia thing from Luke. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Because I think you are. <laughs> I just don't like when characters are mean to Kirk for some reason. It bothers me. I don't I don't get that personally. He's the town friend. Like he's everybody's friend. He I don't li- I can't stand people like that. Wow. If you're a friend to all, you're a friend to none. Okay, wait. We should post a Twitter poll at some point to find out if other people like or dislike. Yeah, Kirk Kirk. hot takes. I want to know. Yeah, I want to know people's hot takes about Kirk. Cuz I, I don't really I'm like, always been annoyed by him. But again, he's one of those characters like it's not for me. He's just not any character like this doesn't work for me. But again, I understand why people like him. You know what I mean? 
Okay, I'm looking at ScreenRant.com. Slay. Although many fans think that Kirk is hilarious, quirky, and integral, others feel that he's an irritating character. Some Gilmore Girls viewers have taken to Reddit to share they don't think Kirk is a great part of the show. I think mm-hmm. for me, it's like, it's similar to Taylor, not to the same extent. And they're like, I think They're both Kirk annoying. Is, they're both annoying. They're both annoying. I think Kirk genuinely is like a nice person. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he, he's the, he doesn't have any malice. Where I think Taylor's malicious. But in the same breath, I think they both just, like, refuse to listen to people when they're talking to them. Hmm. Where they'll be, like, they'll be, someone will actively be telling them, like, I don't want to be a part of this. Or, like, I don't want to deal with this right now. And they just, like, don't listen to them. And that bothers me. Yeah, he kind of has, like, um uncaringness. Yeah, or just, like, a lack of understanding when interacting with other people. And I think that's, I find that bothersome. Yeah. But, like, I don't think, I think. Where Taylor is doing it because he's an asshole and thinks he's right. I think Kirk just doesn't get it. Yeah. So I, I have more empathy for him. I just don't like to watch him. That's understandable. Okay, But I understand on. why people do. Yes. Now, understanding all of that, I still find this scene frustrating with Luke because Kirk is genuinely being like, just going to him for some guy advice. I mean, I, I don't understand why... But I will say, Luke is also just, like, not sentimental or anything like that with anybody. It, well, there is one person he is like that with. Well, but. yeah. But, like, he doesn't <laughs> want to talk about sex with anybody. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So I, that's for me. I mean, I literally have a note. I was like, is there Luke and Kirk fanfic? Probably. <gasps> Looking it up. <laughs> but, like, so I that's another reason I don't really read the homo- homophobia thing, although I understand where you're coming from, is because I think Kirk just, like, or Luke just, like, is very private and very uncomfortable with things like that, like sentimental things, private things. You're probably right. I probably read that incorrectly. I, my first instinct I, when I see a guy with another guy and one of the guys is like, can you just stop and go away? Like, can you please stop saying I mean, the yeah, word yeah, nine times out me? of ten, I think you're right. Yeah. But I can, and I totally understand where you get that from in this. But I, I think, I think the larger character of Luke, where he's just like, he's just fucking, he's a weird guy who doesn't like to be sentimental or talk about things. I mean, look at him at the end of the episode when he finally blows up. Yeah. He's like so flustered the whole time. Yep. Okay. Moving Moving on on. from this really tiny short scene that we really did not need to talk about for 10 whole minutes. That's like our whole thing. Um... I love that we're back at the dragonfly and it makes me so happy. There's no doors. I love the no doors bit. I think it's really funny. And finally, um, Tom is like, Oh, I got the doors. They're on their way in. She's like, Tom, I'm loving you like a two dollar whore. Like Terrific. I- I'll tell the wife. It's oh so fucking funny. I so love that. Funny. It's so Again, she's funny. A, she's quippy in this episode. More than normal. Mm-hmm. Every line. I have every line memorized. Same. It's just this. It's such a good episode. It's so wholesome. It's so cute. And then when everyone starts to show up, it's oh, so yeah. exciting. I'm like, oh my God, my friends are here. <laughs> and everyone shows up and um, Babette is like, the babies that are going to be conceived on this property. Oh my God. Babette, one of the Babette. best characters. Babette is my favorite side character. Where is the Babette and Miss Patty spinoff? No, that that is a show I would watch. Oh, like them in their 20s? Them in their... F- Don't start. Don't uh. start. Get her on the phone. Get her on the phone. Amy, yeah, we have an idea for you, honey. It's so cute. And the barn looks so good. Everyone is so excited. 
Taylor and his suitcases, and he goes, the blue one has breakables. Like, what the fuck breakables, what breakables are you bringing to bring? a hotel opening? And I love that line because that it's line so is Taylor. meant to make us ask that. Yeah, it's meant to it's meant to be like, okay, that's characterizing Taylor, and it did it perfectly because we were all thinking the same thing. What breakables are you bringing to a fucking two-day hotel opening? I Oh, my God. Okay. He's so annoying. So then Rory goes inside and meets up with Dean, and it's like, Dean, you need a haircut. He is not giving. He's not giving it anything. I don't like I don't like how he looks. I don't like how he looks at all. He looks so disheveled. Like, Rory, you find this attractive? I'm praying for you. I, yeah, she definitely has a type. No, but like her other boyfriends look even Dean himself used to look better than this. Like he just looks terrible. And it's meant to show us, obviously, that the, he's not happy in his marriage and he's working too much and he's not this taking is care of gets, himself. This is what happens when you get married at nineteen. Th- this is this is how it looks when you marry someone who you're not in love with. To make your Honestly. person that you're in love with jealous so fucked up very fucked up rory like needs to get this through her head that he isn't hers anymore and it's over like she's literally mad because he didn't call her back like girl you know why he's so mad at you he never got over you like she keeps asking why are you so mad that just showed up at my dorm why are you so mad why aren't you calling me back and it's like rory i get a grip i hate the fact that you're a libra i don't want to claim you but in this moment i have to the number uh, of times this stupid bitch has gotten back together with her ex. Bitch. And that could be about multiple people. That could be about you. Don't start. I mean, in the show, it could be about <laughs> multiple people. It could be about Dean. I, it could be about Jess. It could literally be about Logan. Because Could never be me. Could never be me. And the fact that, like, it's just so pathetic. I, I want to slap it her. It is. She sucks. Rory sucks. Her. She sucks so bad. In this episode, she's not fun. She's not. It's really tough to watch. Um, so people start coming in, following their doors up to their room, which is a really cute way of like bringing everybody back into the inn. Miss Patty staring at the butts. Miss Patty's staring. I love Taylor's line about the comment cards. He's <laughs> like, the details is what sets this Barbara Streisand apart from the Rosalind Kinds, and it's like, okay, Taylor, like we He's get so it. So gay. You're so gay. I will say, uh, I. I find him less annoying in this episode than I do generally. Me too, because he's in a good mood. Yeah, he's like, he's kind of fun in this episode more than anything else. Yeah, I love the little moment annoying. with the comment cards. He's like, so do you have, you're, are you providing with comment cards or should I use my own? And she's like, well, we have comment cards, but I'm sure yours are even better. And he's like, that was a very kind response. I'm writing that down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, he's- I love this show. I love every character on this show. Even when they're annoying me, I still love them. And then Richard and Emily show up and Lorelai's like, here are your grandparents and everything they own. And... <laughs> And he's like, All right, can we go to our room? I'm tired. And she's like, it takes 20 minutes to get here. <laughs> it's, they're on one. I cackled. Um, and then Luke shows up with flowers. Oh. oh my God. I He looks so cute. And she's so discombobulated and the unnecessary touching. Oh, oh my, my God. God. In love. They're in love. I laugh so hard when she slams her face into that door. Every single time she does it. And she goes, it's a bit. We're going to be the comedy in. I. Uh, she's so silly. She's so fucking funny. That's my queen. He loves her so much. It's disgusting. Oh, it's uh, it's alarming. It, it's rotting my teeth. It's like killing me slowly. It's so sweet. Four seasons of this. Oh. Uh. Oh, my God. The buildup is crazy. The buildup is crazy. And then we cut to um, a dinner scene, and Jackson's there wearing a Creedence Clearwater Revival t-shirt. And it's so cute how he's like, 
I didn't think Suki was going to remember our anniversary. And I was like totally fine with that because he understands how her brain works. He understands her priorities. He wasn't going to make a fuss about the anniversary. But of course, Suki was like, oh, my God, Jackson, like I forgot about you. I'm so sorry. And it's like they're just so cute. And they're so they're perfect for each other. He has no ego. Right. Like, neither does she. They both right. have so much respect for each other. They love and each other. And he's so funny. He's very when funny. When he's like... <laughs> when Rory makes the joke about being friends with the the chef, and he's like, oh, well, I'm sleeping with her. <laughs> and then Rem Rory's like, and you grew the vegetables. He's like, you can't trust anything I'd say, I can say. Oh, my And it's God. just like, he's so cute. He is really cute. I like Jackson. I love Jackson. I think he's my favorite man on the show. He's very unproblematic. Yeah, he's just like, you could trust him. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, what's his, Luke is at my favorite table. Luke at the table with Babs and Patty in the robe. That's the table I want to be at. I love that table. And the little look that they share when she comes over to check on them. <laughs> killed me. Killed me. They know. Miss Patty knows. Miss Patty knows already. Babette so knows. Babette. Yeah. The, but- the part later on when Luke is trying to get information out of Babette. And she's like, oh, want me to ask Patty? Sometimes she gets the informations earlier. She picks up other people's phone calls. And she, she just says she's it like, just like she's that. Like, and she's like, you know, I'm always saying, Luke, location, location, location. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, they're so silly. Impeccable. Ah, they're so oh cute. God. I love it. I want to sit at that table. I love the thread in this episode of Suki having to fire some workers, but they're all so good. They're that so she know good. Who to fire. And she's and like, she's just such a good person. Yeah. And she doesn't want to like, get rid of any of them. It's so adorable. And then when Taylor asks the guy for a pen, he's like, I, have, <laughs> I ran out of ink on my pen. Could you get me another pen? Like, and then the, the, he's like, oh, do you have enough paper too? Yeah. And then Suki comes over and she's like, Taylor, how is he? He's like, who? And she's like, Derek, doesn't he suck? Don't you hate Derek? And he's like, no, he's been great all evening. I'm just like, oh my God. Because Melissa McCarthy is hilarious in the next, in the very next scene, she's talking to Lorelai and she's like, I, I don't know what to do. Everybody freaking rocks. Everybody we hired is amazing. I don't know who to fire. What happened to the disenfranchised youth of America? And it's like this impeccable line. This episode has such great writing. I don't understand how they did not win an Emmy for the writing of this. I don't know. Especially an episode like this. It's so quick. It's so on top of it. It's just like, it's so much fun to watch them have fun. Yeah. And then unfortunately, Jason shows up. Ugh. Jason is the worst Lorelai boyfriend. Yeah, I agree. I do want to see him and Luke kiss though. Oh my God. No. Ew. They could hate fuck. No, they would not be a great couple at all. I don't need them to be a good couple. They wouldn't even be an attractive couple, is what I'm saying. They're too different. They're way too different. Talking about all of Lorelai's boyfriend's signs, Luke is canonically a Scorpio. Jason's a Capricorn. Max is an Aquarius. Christopher's an Aries. I don't want to have a conversation about it. These are facts. I believe that. That makes sense. I don't like Aries. That's fine. That's totally... Look, I don't like Christopher at all, no matter what his sign is, but he is an Aries. I believe you. I 100% agree with that. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I hate Jason. I, I hate, hate how Jason. he shows up. I, I, it's so agitating. And then he just, again, he doesn't listen to her at all. Like, in one year, out the other, she literally begs him to leave and he refuses to. It's so disrespectful. Earth signs are so bullheaded. I I don't like that about, about Earth signs at all. It's like, she literally is telling you, she broke up with you. She's done. You are refusing to have any respect for her 
or her decisions. It sucks because Lorelai is a Taurus, so like she's bullheaded too, and they're yeah. never gonna like she's there, there's never gonna be any give, which is like, you know, thank God there's she's not gonna give in because it's just like, but get the get him out of here. Taurus, thankfully, Tauruses are more more stubborn than any of the other Earth signs. Like the order goes: Taurus, Capricorn, Virgo. As far as stubbornness. Yeah, I just like I, it's so annoying that he comes and he tries to like fuck with her and like he's like, oh, I'll rent a room, da 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 da, what like all this nonsense and it's like just he's the get worst. away. Yeah, get away. Okay, so then we go back into the dining room and Kirk's like, we're going to sleep now. I'm going upstairs to bed <laughs> and Babette has a hilarious line. Oh my god. She's like, I think Kirk wants you to go upstairs and make love to him. <laughs> and Kirk's like, Could, would you just shut up and roll? Because they're playing a board game. I think they're playing um, Yahtzee. Yeah. And then uh, Kirk and Lulu were playing the game of life, which I love. Life is really fun. Life is really fun. At first I thought they were playing Monopoly and then I looked, I did like a double take and I was like, oh, thank God it's life. I like Monopoly and life. If I had to pick between them, I think I would pick Monopoly, but I love them both. I think I would pick life just because like Monopoly is so, it takes so long. True. Especially, and if you're playing it right, it's like so infuriating and it's kind of like, what's the point of playing it if you're not going to play it right? I agree with that, but I like that it goes long. I, I could play Monopoly <laughs> for an entire day, and I think I have before. I believe that. Yeah, it's just not it's not for me. But Kirk and Lulu feel like a game of life couple, so this is nice. True, true. Very cute. Or like Sorry. Um, oh, I could picture them pay- playing Sorry. I could picture them playing Trouble. <laughs> oh, Trouble is perfect for them. Trouble is perfect for them. Um, um, yeah, okay. I don't understand Jason's game. So six of the workers have quit due to Michelle, and like they're so mean. They're so mean. I th- that it's so out of nowhere. It's so off the cuff. I love it. And then Lorelai's like, "Hey, Rory, like blah blah blah." And then Rory's like, "Do you realize that Jason is sitting in the other room?" Um, okay. How and is then, she the only one that's brought it up so far? Right, like everyone's pretending that he's not in there. Like, what's going on? Because when Luke, because it's right there. Because when Luke asked Babette about it, she's like, oh, that's Jason. Like, oh, girly, so you did notice him and you just weren't yeah. going <laughs> to. It's also like five feet away. He can hear you. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're so stupid. I hate this little town. And then Emily comes in. She's like, Lorelai Gilmore. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. And then she's like, She is mom. chewing this scene up. She is. She's like, Mom, what's going on? What? Are you and Dad fighting? Are you and, are you and Dad fighting? <laughs> I, I hate her because she is such a brat. She is. She's so bratty. And Emily's like, of all the cruel and sensitive. Oh my God. And she's like, well, mom, what am I supposed to do? Like, I wasn't supposed to know, but she's like, you did know. And then Laura is like, you didn't want me to know. And she's like, of course I don't want you to know. Their, their chemistry is so dynamic. Like I could rewatch this scene 150 times. And I'm sure you have, and I'm sure you will. I, Yes. Very and cool. it just feels like it feels like Rory and Lorelai in the beginning where they're just like not explaining anything to each other, but they both are saying the same thing kind of or trying to at least. Yeah, they're trying to find each other. And it's just like funny. It just makes me laugh. It's very funny. She's like, well, you didn't like your room. She's like, that's not a room. It's a practical joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've told you she takes no prisoners in this episode. She's in it like 10 minutes of the episode and she's eating everybody up. Emily is very much Lorelai's mother. Exactly. In a way that Rory is not always Lorelai's daughter. I agree. She has she there are moments where she feels a lot like Christopher. Yes. Specifically Ye- when she's being really obstinate. When she's being a fucking brat, I'm it's like Christopher. that's Christopher's daughter. 
Yeah, it's not Lorelai. Because like, Lorelai, Lorelai is a Taurus and she's stubborn, but she has a she has so much empathy in her that she can she can bend when she needs to. She's also very lackadaisical, where I feel like Christopher takes everything so seriously. Rory is not easygoing. No, not at all. And it's very, very Christopher. Yes. And versus Lorelai, because of how she's a Taurus, she's down to earth and she's yeah. not a psycho mom. Oh, like, yeah. like the episode where they, she takes the friends to New York to see the bangles oh. because Rory's being bullied. And even at the end of this episode, when she's like her, they're having a fight. She's still not like she's not yelling at her. She's not even yelling. She's just like, you don't know how wrong you are. Call me later. Yeah, she's she's giving her the space to understand her wrongdoing mm-hmm. and giving her like the grace to be like, I, you made this mistake. You could have not. But you need to understand that it is a mistake. Exactly. She's not, yeah, she's not being mean to her or hurting her feelings. She's just, like, letting her almost come to the her own conclusion, or walking her towards the conclusion. Right. But okay. before any of that. Yeah, before any of that. So, Dean is disgusting for showing up at the house. Lorelai asked Rory to go home and get CDs. Rory goes. Dean shows up at the house. He's like, uh. your mom told me where you were. She's like, oh, you went right to the stores. And she's, like, kind of happy to see him, which is, just, which is again, disgusting. And they, like, start talking and flirting, and then Rory's just like, Dean, Lindsay. And he's like, it, it's not working out. It wasn't... It's such a load of bullshit. And then she's like, it wasn't what? And it's like, Rory, stop baiting him. You want... It's so obvious that she wanted it to happen. She wanted to have sex with him. She really wanted to. Yes. And, like, look, I get it. Like, whatever. Uh, oh, my God. It's just, like, use your fucking noggin, dude. It's very, very difficult to watch. I, I I hate watching it. It's so sad. It makes me sad watching it. Because I, I want her to Rory make better moment. decisions. Yeah. That is the most disappointing Rory moment, I think. I agree. It's I, it's top five, at least. Definitely. Um, And then they kiss. Ugh. And then we cut back to the inn. There are two kisses that happen tonight, and this is the bad one. One is good. One of them is really good. So Luke walks up to Jason. He's like, hey. And he's like, hey. And they're like, I think I know you. And they're like, yeah, I think I know you too. And <laughs> Luke is acting so funny. He's like, well, it's nice to be mentioned. <laughs> he's so cagey. He is. He's being very weird. I just wish Jason would shut his pig face up. He's like, we're <laughs> back together. We love each other. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, no, shut up. He's just like such a dick. I hate him. And so r- wrong. It's he's like very wrong. Very much wrong. Uh, it's just, he's Where so, does he go during their kiss, too? I, I found yeah, that Yeah, is he just, like, just sitting there? <laughs> okay, so Lorelai comes comes in, and she's, like, sees Luke, and he's, like, I don't know what the hell I've been doing all this for. You've been, you're taken. And she's, he's like, I'm so not bad. taken. I'm single. And she's, like, well, just calm down. And he's, like, no, because I did exactly what the book said. And she's, like, the book. And he's, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, I, did, I thought we were on track. And and he's like, and then after the after the wedding, I thought there was a moment. She's like, there was a moment. They're both so frustrated with each other. Oh my fucking god! And he's but like, like he's like he's trying to be sweet. He's re- and he's like, you know how many times I've bought flowers for somebody? No one. That's a very easy statistic to remember. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good in this scene, and he keeps up with her so well. He's the perfect match for her in every and, way. And, and then he goes in, and she's like, what are you doing? Will you just stand still? Oh! 
I literally started screaming. I was like screaming, rocking back and forth, twirling my hair, giggling. If somebody recorded a video of me watching that scene every time I watch it, it could be a video of somebody at a mental asylum. No, like like, truly, it's like the kids getting their fucking Super Nintendos on Christmas. Exactly. It's so... (laughs) It just makes me so happy. They're so cute. And then they're kissing and then he pulls... The depth oh, of this kissing. kiss. The depth of this kiss. You just know there was tongue. This uh, is one of those kisses that... This is a horny kiss. This is one of those kisses that you are just like, if we, if there was no camera here... <laughs> They're fucking raw right now. And then, <laughs> uh, and then they stop kissing. She goes to kiss him and he pulls back and then she says it. Oh my God, no. And... It's such a sexy kiss. It's it so, really is. especially like so the, much the of TV around, is like deeply unsexy now. The arm around the neck. Oh. And the the hands on the on her lower back on the small of I her can. back, and I, he's like I pulling need, her into the kiss. I want Luke to kiss me like that. I want to kiss Lorelai like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this kiss is so <laughs> steamy. This is one of the steamiest. TV kisses of all time. Uh, it, and it's just like so much chemistry they've had. They've been building up to this for so long. It needed to happen. It, it's it, it such go on good any payoff. It, it doesn't it could... feel like, um, it doesn't feel like lackluster. And it also doesn't feel like fan service. Totally. We you need to talk about how natural this couple is. You know what I'll say? And it's, it's, I'll say, this is not a couple I like. But it feels similar. Not in the, in the same exact way. Rachel and Ross... Yeah. That first kiss they have. We've talked about this before. Yeah, but it again, it's like it's it's that that first kiss is hot. When they're closing up the coffee yes, shop. Yes, and they're fighting and, and they're sad. bickering. They're bickering. And it feels it feels similar to this where it's just like like a steam valve got let let open. It's Ugh. it's it's explosive chemistry yeah. that cannot be contained anymore. It Truly. needed to it just the kiss needed to happen at that moment. It could not wait anymore. It's so it's so much fun to watch. It's so much fun to watch. And then, and then immediately ruined by Lorelai showing up at the house and being like, "Roy, get well." Your no, ass before back that, fucking Kirk comes running down, butt naked with a oh, pillow yeah. over. Himself. I always black that part out. Like I, I always forget about that moment, and I'm like, "Oh yeah." Anyway, and and Luke runs after him. He does yeah, the right like, thing. He's like, "I'll explain later." <laughs> <laughs> um. Then it just immediately is ruined by Lorelai going back to the house and being like, Rory, get your ass back to the inn. And she's like, oh, Dean just came over to borrow something. And Lorelai's like, uh, it's so uncomfortable. Can I just say one thing? Lorelai knows exactly what happened and she's disgusted. Which there is why are, she has to look away when Dean leaves. She immediately has tears in her eyes, too. And then when he leaves, she's like, what did he borrow? And the response in my mind every time I watch this Your virginity. Is, exactly. Yep. Her virginity. That's, that's the response. That's it's the response. just so... It makes me feel so icky. The way Rory thinks Lorelai cares about the sex and protection when she literally cares more about the fact that Rory just fucked a married man. She doesn't care about the sex at this point. It's only about the fact that Rory chose... It could have just been a kiss and she would have been just as upset. Exactly. She doesn't care that you had sex and she doesn't care that it was with or without protection right now. She cares about the fact that you just had sex with a guy who was literally married. Oh, it's so awful. And then she tries to throw back the 
fact that Lorelai and Christopher, like, kissed or hooked up. Yeah, and she's like, so I set one shitty example. No, kid, that's a load of bullshit, and you know it. It's a crock of yeah, shit. Yeah, she does not back down. She knows she's right, and she knows R- Rory is going to realize she's right eventually. It, it only, it happens, like, ten minutes later. Literally, and it's just, like, it's sad. It's, I don't like seeing them fight like this. Oh, my God, she's like... Oh, it's over between them. And she's like, it's over, like, he took off the ring. They divided up the most oh my God. season tickets. When like, she bitch, says, don't make me laugh right now. When Rory says he, took he off did the take ring. off his ring, that is so icky. Oh, my God. It makes me feel icky. But And then she Rory runs out, and she's like, I hate that you ruined this for me. And it's like, girl... It's so, it's so, she's so childish in this scene, more than she ever has been. Do not blame for your dumb ass. Exactly. And then she, who, she calls Emily, right? Yeah. Wait! Oh my god, we need to talk about something. Yeah? When she's like, kid, like, you've, you've messed up, like, blah, 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 and she's like, don't call me kid! I immediately thought, don't call, call me, me kid, kid. Don't, don't call me, me baby. baby. Look at oh, this. she's so stupid. I hate, I hate, Rory makes me so mad. Rory Dean fan edit to illicit affairs when? Whenever you do it. I'm not making it because I hate that couple, but somebody else needs to do Someone it. has, has to have done that. I don't think so. It's my brain. <laughs> okay. I, you I, thought cheer, you said cheers was underrated about 45 minutes ago. Okay. Wh- wh- Listen, sometimes I have hits. Sometimes I have misses. <laughs> In this um, case, they were both hits. Shut up. If you're I, listening to this, please make a Dean Rory fan edit to illicit affairs. ASAP. ASAPington, as Ava Coleman would say. <laughs> Credit to Victoria. Um, and then she just goes outside and puts her arm around her daughter. And it's like such a powerful way of saying like, you were wrong, but I still love you. But you were very, very wrong. She doesn't relinquish the fact that Rory was wrong. At this moment, yes. we just get this very Lorelai Rory moment of seeing her kid mess up and saying, I've messed up too in the past. Yeah, what I wanted in that moment was compassion. I didn't want my mom to like, keep me, keep me feeling like worse, like make me feel worse. Although Lorelai was completely right. And, and like being critical of Rory's choice and making her recognize that she was wrong. But also now that she's made Rory realize that she still offers comfort, which I think is what sets her. That's good parenting. Yeah, it's good parenting and it sets her apart from Emily because I think what what always bothered Lorelai about Emily and Richard was that they just kept reveling in the fact that she made a mistake. They didn't necessarily offer her that compassion or comfort afterwards. Exactly. I think that's what makes her such a good parent and like makes me love her so much. I agree. Yeah. Anyway. That episode's so good. That episode was so good. It's such a, yeah, there's so much payoff. For a lot. Like, even the Rory Dean stuff, it feels like there's weird payoff there. Oh, God. I can't wait to get into some of the other episodes, though. <laughs> yeah. And we are... It's, it's crazy. Oh, my gosh. This but, is one of those shows I could talk about every episode, I feel like. Oh, absolutely. Because there's just, like, there's so much... It's so much fun to watch. Yeah. Which makes it even more fun to talk about. Like, even the sad episodes and the fucked up episodes are just, like, still exciting to watch. The world is so believable and the characters are so familiar. It feels like a world that I know. It feels like I could walk into this town. Exactly. Anyway, okay, so that was um, episode two. Stay tuned for next week. Yes. Where we'll talk about one of my, well, probably my favorite. Yep. Which is season three, episode 22. Yeah, so get prepared if you want to watch it with us, if you want to watch along with us and be prepared to hear about all of our little notes. But um, thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. Follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram and all that. We will be tweeting about Kirk, so 
Stay yeah, tuned. We'll, yes. Stay tuned for our poll. And please, yeah. people, just understand this. Cheers is underrated. Bye. Oh, my God. F- watch The Last of Us. <laughs> watch The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. He's online. Can he see me? What the hell is she talking about? Who's this? Can I speak to Angelina, please? No, she died. <laughs>